Hi folks, welcome to Way of J. My name is Jessica Taylor and I'll be the host of this podcast. Here we will discuss stress management techniques, mental health, self-care, and life in general. I'll be creating a dialogue rooted in healing, repairing, rebuilding, and rejoicing. And trust me, there's going to be tons of that. On today's episode, I'll be introducing myself to my listeners, figured it might be nice to get to know me a little, followed by my first official podcast on mindful anger, why I use it and how I use it. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and I live here with my 10 out of 10 partner, Ajahn. He's pretty great. I was born in Louisiana, USA, and adopted into a family from a small town in Ontario, Canada. See, I'm both a country girl and a city girl. I have a degree in social work with over five years experience in the mental health field. I've been involved in a variety of projects, such as the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of the University of Windsor, Child Welfare Summer Programs, and International Student Support. I'm also pretty passionate about keeping active and healthy, so you'll hear a little bit about that as well. I'm super excited to share my thoughts and perspectives and antidotes with you. I'm all about having an awesome life and keeping it as awesome as possible. So let's get started on our first podcast. So this is going to be a part of a three-part series on mindfulness. Mindfulness is something I use to keep me grounded, patient, and frankly, happy. I practice mindfulness with compassion because there's a direct tie between being aware of what our minds are thinking, feeling, being triggered by, and what our bodies are experiencing. What makes the combination of mindfulness and compassion so awesome is that when we practice the two together, we relate better to ourselves, to our world, and to the people that we surround ourselves by. Compassion is an active process that involves the flow of feelings to others to self, to self to others, and to self to self. By practicing um, wellness and mindfulness and compassion, we're able to see ourselves in others and ourselves within ourselves. Now, I'm not trying to get too deep here, so I'm going to bring it back to how this relates to the here and now, how this is related to our work, our personal lives, and our relationships. This is how I use mindfulness to help me see my anger, its roots, and its causes. Now, I can't take full credit for this, as I learned a lot from Andrea Bryant's book, Mindful Anger. In her book, she talks about anger as something we can learn from, use and fear ourselves from by just simply being aware we're experiencing it. What is important when we're looking to see our anger differently is to first be real with ourselves. We all experience anger, and that's okay. If you don't think you're experiencing anger, you're probably angry. (laughs) We learn this from our parents, our peers, and our partners. Our anger has roots. It has genes. And when we become aware of what we've learned about our anger, we become one step closer to properly dealing with it. So with that being said, I'm going to run you through this little exercise I picked up in Andrea Brand's book. This exercise talks about the two types of angry people, the anger dumper and the anger withholder. So let's start with the former. You might want to grab a pen. The anger dumper. One, you're constantly angry. Your anger feelings show up in all areas of your life. That's just how it is for you. Two, you stay angry for long periods. It's difficult just to let it go. Three, cynical is your middle name. You make a joke of everything, even if you hurt someone else's feelings. Four, you're angry and you feel it's justified. 
The most important thing is your latest cause or your judgment that others are not doing what they should be. You think less of those who don't seem to care as much. 5. You're a bully. Anger is how you get others to do what you want. Number 6. Your anger is just below the surface, unexpressed, but unnoticeable to others, though it's a constant energy coming from you. The Anger Withholder A. You don't get angry. This is not an emotional experience that you can identify with. Still, you suspect you should. B. You're aware of your anger, but you don't dare express it. Though you can feel it, your anger getting ignited, you find an indirect way to handle the issue. You believe that expressing your anger is wrong. C. Feeling frustrated and irritable is the norm for you. However, your anger is wrong. D. Life depresses you. The person you're most angry at is yourself. E. You feel like you're always a victim, that others take you for granted or take advantage of your good nature. Still, anger feels a little too much effort. What difference would it make? And F. You speak so softly that others have difficulty hearing you. You using your voice to control your thoughts. So this is the exercise. Think to yourself, what do you have most of? The anger dumper or the anger withholder? Now I know you might not have written them all down, but I'm sure you all have a good idea of the difference between the two. Then return to this list. Now when you return to this list, think about do I have more of the anger dumper or the anger withholder? Now from both lists, you can rate them from 1 to 3, 1 being minor and 3 being severe. Now, I'm sure while you're going through this, you can be triggered by a lot of memories and experiences you've had with your own anger. Think to yourself, did this anger behavior help me meet a need? Did it flush away a friend? Did not expressing this anger I'm feeling keep the peace but end up, you know, letting me down or not meeting a need? Write this down, the area of life that this anger behavior affected. The cost and the gift accomplished, aka did it meet a need. Now, all of these ways of expressing our anger are learned behaviors. We've learned these from our mother, our father, or people that are close to us. Now, when you're looking at this list that you've created, write down an M for mother, an F for father, or the initials of that person that you think of when you see this behavior. Take a step back and think to yourself, look at this picture of my anger. Do you now feel a little bit more self-aware, a little bit more mindful of the roots of your anger and how you see yourself when you are angry? These are just some of the tools that I use when I'm trying to be mindful with myself when I catch myself getting hooked. And I hope that little exercise helps everyone. I understand it's a lot to take in, and that's okay. This is an everlasting journey. That's all, my friends. I hope you enjoyed my first podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. With lots of love, Jay.